0: The Morning Coffee is a podcast recorded live slash streamed at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All articles used during the show are credited in the show notes below in the description. We hope you enjoy this episode. Alrighty then, let us begin then in 3, 2, 1. What's up everybody, how's it going? Ryan here, back with you again on this really rainy, (laughs) for some reason um morning coffee episode for February 14th, Valentine's Day here in the US. Uh Thursday on the 2019. Thanks for coming back, guys. Um just wanted to say I am sorry for not having an episode previously on Tuesday. Um not to get into too much detail with it, but I did have a good reason why I wasn't here. Uh on Monday I was involved in kind of like some car issues, car accident, whatever you want to call it or whatever where my car pretty much just died out in the middle of the freeway. Um, And it was pretty scary, to be honest. It's never happened to me. Uh, Luckily, we... uh, So then I decided to take Tuesday off to go and uh, get it looked at and fixed with my dad. And luckily, it was uh, very easy to fix and did not cost a lot at all. Luckily, it wasn't the starter or anything like that in my car. It was just like a connection pin that needed to be fixed. So luckily... (laughs) we're all good now the car is running perfectly and we should be back on a regular planned schedule as well which i am very very thankful for so i appreciate that i'm very happy that everything is running smoothly that everything is going good and uh yeah so sorry about that but that brings us into kind of the segue into that If you guys didn't know where i was you guys should definitely check me out on social media you guys can follow me on twitter or instagram at ryankubo r-y-a-n, Kubo, R-Y-A-N. K U B O. You can also check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, R Y A N K U B O. That is my live stream. We live stream and record this podcast um, every single Tuesdays, Thursdays, as long as there's no car accidents or any issues like that. Uh, You can also check your show notes uh, and episode description to check out our Spotify and iTunes links if you guys want audio versions of those uh, podcasts. So, yeah. Anyway, guys, let me take a drink of coffee and let's get right into the first article. So, First article of the day, Apex Legends could soon get duo and solo modes. Respawn, surprise, hit Battle Royale, Apex Legends only supports playing squads of three, which is a little unusual, but uh, they did say that there has been like a leak in it in the coding. They have found modes for solo and duo game modes in the game files, but there's no information about when these are going to come out. Uh, This article is kind of a little bit old. It came out on February 9th of 2019 of this year, but... Um, you know, it is a little bit older in the sense that uh, they have confirmed that these modes are coming out, but they said that they don't know in what capacity they could just be like, you know, little fun modes for people to play. They also said that they wanted to keep competitive integrity to three squads. So what that means is that um, essentially duos and solos will most likely be quote unquote for fun um, because, you know, um, uh, with three, there's more variations of Possible meta builds that you can work around, and that that is going to be the tournament format that they are trying to go for, right? Uh, Apex Legends is very different in the sense that it wants to be something like Overwatch, where it's a team based shooter. Uh, think of it kind of like in World of Warcraft, if you guys have ever played that game. They had arena mode in that, and they also had pretty much duos, threes, and fives. Fives were a little chaotic. Uh, threes was basically where the competitive scene was at, and twos was pretty dumb as well in my opinion it was just people double stacking a really high bursty damage or it was a damage plus a healer or tank versus healer it was just kind of like these really long extended weighted games of course that's you know those are two different games right uh, apex will be a little bit different but um they definitely want to keep competitive integrity to three squads but it is nice to see solo or duo squad du- solo or duo uh, formats coming out for apex legends just because there are times Where uh, I don't really want to play with a uh, bunch of random fills and it would be nice to just practice my shooting or something without feeling bad that I'm uh, lagging behind. Um, I kind of want to spring into just my thoughts about Apex Legends and stuff and what I thought about the game. Um, Personally, I've, you know, liked it more than other Battle Royales, but I'm not a Battle Royale fan. So for me, uh, it's a good game. I'm not like super excited for it or super ecstatic for it, but I do like just some of the little changes that are within the game itself. I really love how smooth it feels and stuff like that. Um, I also will say that I really like that there are features in the game that make it so that if you don't want to be on mic or if you are mic shy, which for me is not the case, but for some people that might be, um, you really, really... um, And get away with not being on a mic for whatever reason if you don't want to do that there is a ping system i currently play on uh, pc not on console so i'm not really sure what the key bindings on console are but there are ways to ping enemies there are ways to when you click on an item you can middle mouse uh, click it and notify someone hey i have this item over here or hey this is here and there's ways to communicate with your team if for whatever reason they don't want to be on mic or they don't have a mic for some reason in 2019 so I really, really, really enjoyed that type of feature, and I've really liked that type of style where you have those options for people, whereas if you didn't, it, you would feel like at a disadvantage. Now, to be fair, you are still at a disadvantage when it comes to call-outs, especially in the midst of battles and stuff like that. But um, overall, I think it's good that they are coming out with a solo and duo mode. Um, you know, there have... Uh, since it's such a team-based game i sometimes feel like i don't get the opportunity to really practice my shooting and stuff like that in these type of games and so just being able to kind of drop solo and fight on my own and it not be as chaotic um and kind of just get my bearings down and getting a little bit more practice in without having to worry about letting my team down and stuff like that or really sticking with them etc is always i think a really really good thing so um yeah Look out for that pretty soon. Uh, Apex Legends, I mean, we kind of update this every single week, but it's been about two weeks since the game came out, and they already hit 25 or 25 million users uh, on the game. Uh, so far, nothing shady has happened, at least from what I can tell when it comes to microtransactions with EA, which is kind of unique as well. So, uh, yeah, maybe that will happen and change or something like that. I'm not really sure, but uh, keep that in mind yeah it's ea so um you know i haven't personally bought into any of the loot boxes or whatever um you know the game works the same way as uh, it kind of works the same way in fortnite or in overwatch where you can buy these packs to get cosmetic skins but then also there are two new here there are two heroes that are currently locked you can either purchase them for roughly about ten dollars to immediately unlock them or you can use basically their version of ip to unlock the heroes. you know, we'll see how that goes from a balance standpoint. I know that when characters are bought with real money and stuff like that, there's always that temptation of like, oh man, we have to really make this character strong because we don't want people to regret the purchase or something, right? Um so we'll really have to see how EA balances that type of stuff. And uh I don't I wouldn't say at this point it gives a tactical advantage, but we'll really have to see how the meta develops. It's only been out for two weeks we'll really see i kind of remember fondly like stuff like realm royale which i actually really really enjoyed that game a lot and i thought it was very unique but because of the way they changed things balanced things etc the game has pretty much gone away i think there has been a small resurgence with the game but um overall we'll have to see how apex legends does and i hope that it can be a good contender Um, regardless if you guys like uh, apex legends or not if you're more of a PUBG fan fortnite fan whatever it might be uh, keep in mind that it's always good for these games to come out to blow up and stuff like that because you have healthy competition that's usually when fortnite will push good patches to listen to what people are complaining about to get people back in or stay into their ecosystem etc cetera, etc cetera. so regardless competition is always a good thing in my opinion and um yeah uh you know hats off to apex legends uh hopefully we're not back here in a month or two talking about how it's fizzled out and it's died and it's one of the worst games ever or something like that but uh yeah uh next up just kind of a psa article uh apparent apparently the division two, Oh wait hold on no there's people like Vods on it <laughs> um apparently the division two open beta dates release dates pc requirements and all that good stuff is coming out right now we're looking at uh, a free open beta for the division two from march 1st 2019 until march 4th 2019 Um, if you already have pre-ordered the game i believe that you can already kind of get some type of access into um into the division two um so yeah and then the game gets released march 15 2019 um so just keep that in mind uh you're also looking at if you pre-order you get the game three days early you get a one-year uh pass which apparently includes a bunch of DLC and stuff like that. There's multiple versions of the game, etc., etc., etc. I'm not the biggest fan of Ubisoft. They've come out with some sleeper hits. I'm very surprised they they came out with The Division 2, and I'm hoping that uh it vastly improves itself on The Division 1. I. I have a friend or two that really liked The Division, and uh hats off to them, but for a majority of people, it was seen as kind of a failure or a flop. Uh, my only issue is don't call it an open beta. <laughs> In my opinion it's more of just a viral marketing campaign right we've seen this a lot with other games we saw this with fallout 76 where um i guess that's the most recent controversial controversial one that i can think about but we have seen it where um a game comes out in open beta maybe one week two weeks sometimes even less than that um Before the actual game comes out and they call it a beta and they're like, yeah, send us your feedback and stuff like that. Really, I feel like because of Twitch, because of YouTube and because of this content creation in general, what we're seeing is that open betas are more of just free advertisement, right? It bumps the game up before the actual release of the game, right? Which is why they're timed to be about a week or two away. And yeah, maybe some bug fixes are changed or whatever, but then overall core mechanics that are issues with the game that people do not like—spoiler—they're not going to be changed, right? Unfortunately. So stop calling it, you know, a beta. I don't know what you would call it though, but it's not really that. It's more of like an advertisement scheme to get people hyped to actually buy the game for people who are on the fence about it. So, um, you know, you saw it with Fallout 76, where a lot of bug issues were in the game, a lot of things people did not like in the open beta, and then. Uh, the game actually came out and nothing was fixed and nothing was changed and i believe that was like two or three weeks away so i doubt very much that this is most likely going to be the final build of the game as well so keep that in mind um for me personally am not going to get the division two um this type of series i did not buy into the division one it did not seem like my type of game i'm not really that big into third person shooters though but um yeah it wasn't my type of thing so, I kind of held off on it, kind of wanted to see how the series went. I also don't really like Ubisoft in general, or don't really like many of their games, I guess, so for me, I didn't really have a um you know a stake in if the I wanted the game to be successful or not um so I waited. don't regret it. I think with this game, I will wait and see what ends up happening too um and it will probably be a perfect time to uh kill my backlog anyway so all right, next up. Uh, just kind of wanted to talk about this for a little bit I know that there's been a lot of controversy and a lot of people like talking about this type of stuff and I don't really want to get like super like um just really into the nitty-gritty of this or whatever because I don't want to cause or start some type of like controversy or whatever it might be but um yeah activision blizzard employees brace for massive layoffs so this is actually a little bit out of date as well they have confirmed that there were layoffs but if you guys didn't hear um activision had an earnings call where they talked about oh this is one of the biggest uh earnings that we've ever had ever this year they made a lot of revenue and stuff like that but because of just how business works and stuff like that they had to lay off a bunch of people um they roughly laid off about eight percent of their workforce um it was mostly people so not to not to how should i say it not to try to rationalize the thought process but i feel like that's what i'm basically doing or not to say hey good job activision that you fired a bunch of people and people lost their jobs that's not what i'm saying i know people personally who work at blizzard some of them who have unfortunately lost their jobs some people who um, are still working there and have their job Uh, a lot of the jobs that were ended in my opinion were of certain pr roles that were no longer needed or i couldn't see being needed because of the way that blizzard has been transitioning Uh, for example there's been a lot of downscaling at blizzard when it comes to like esports there so for example we heard about heroes of the storm how their esports division doesn't really exist anymore so a lot of people were either merged into community manager positions or um, other games some for heroes but then others were just like hey you worked in esports in this division we don't need you anymore we're gonna have to let you go Um, that type of stuff and whether it be hearthstone or whether it be whatever type of game a lot of managerial social media type of roles were let go i also saw that a lot of overlapping roles i should say were let go as well it doesn't seem like anyone who was in uh gaming was really let go whether that be like game developers or you're helping actually to create content or help the company with trying to field research on gaming and stuff like that so a lot of the roles that were kind of let go were just roles that were no longer needed unfortunately now that's not to say that i'm trying to justify these layoffs i think that the way they did it was very poorly timing on their part but at the same time unfortunately (laughs) this is how corporations work you know biggest earning calls ever we got a new this or that uh boom sorry lay off a bunch of your people so uh unfortunately that's happened um as we've talked about basically this whole year really since the podcast has started uh, a few months ago, a lot of the whole gaming industry is down. Um, and that's from, uh, you know, a lot of things, in my opinion, and whether it be tr- people trying to catch up on trends, whether it be p- people trying to cash out, whether it's people just kind of, I don't know, 2018 was very big. Uh, failure for a lot of big video game companies right a lot of games came out that were supposed to be super hyped and they were over promised under delivered type of thing and didn't end up doing um, that well in my opinion right so you saw a lot of that happening and unfortunately uh, blizzard you know their stock has been down year over year we have ea down year over year ubisoft down year over year even games like apex legends that we just previously talked about um epic uh still hasn't made you know hasn't made as much money this year as last year uh even games like rockstar has been down right even red dead redemption 2 has had its controversies for sure with its microtransactions that have been added into the game um you know there's and even with red dead being as good as it is you are still looking at rockstar not making as much as they could have and it was actually not considered a failure but they just didn't make as much right um so times are changing it is what it is when it comes to this type of stuff um unfortunately you know the layoffs happened they were confirmed it was something that we talked about on a previous episode so um yeah hopefully everyone gets back on their feet you know can move on and stuff like that and uh yeah it's unfortunately just how sometimes businesses work sadly um last article today and something just to be a little bit more happier about but we have announcements from nintendo now if you guys didn't know nintendo had a little um live stream (coughs) yesterday at 2 p.m pst my time at least um this was the nintendo direct for 2019 and uh basically if you guys don't know nintendo does these live streams that are obviously pre-recorded that you can either watch on youtube or twitch at uh at slash nintendo and they announced a bunch of games of just what's going to be coming down the pipeline in 2019. And I'm sure that these are not the only games that they're going to be announcing, but they will be um, announcing other games as well. Spoiler alert, they didn't show off any Smash pl- uh, preview uh, for the new character. They They teased him, but they did not show how he actually played. They didn't talk about Animal Crossing as well, <laughs> even though that's apparently rumored to be coming out very, very shortly within the next like, i don't know couple of months people are saying so both of those have not been announced at all so keep that in mind as well um but yeah um basically start off Mario Maker 2 is coming to Switch uh, in June of 2019 if you guys don't know Mario Maker was a really fun game on the Wii U where people it kind of reminded me of uh the Mario themed version of Little Big Planet where you basically people could make stages in any type of Mario era and create these massively cool stages, and people could download your stage and play your stage and rate your stage, and there was like past ratings and all this stuff like that. Um, it was really really fun. I know a ton of people that are either their Wii U's are currently being ma- used as um, Mario Maker <laughs> machines, or um, back in the day before Ultimate came out, Smash Four machines. So uh it's really cool it's coming to the switch it's going to be mobile as well because of the way the switch works uh this comes out in june 2019 and i'm most likely going to buy this game uh this is probably the game for me personally where i'm like all right i might need to buy capture cards soon uh because there's some really good games coming down in the pipeline for sure but this is definitely one of those ones that makes me reconsider and go huh probably should get uh you know some type of uh you know capture card for sure um Next up, we have uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is getting remade for Switch. It's going to be a 3D top-down uh, remake. Um, images here look really, really cool and really, really quirky. I really actually enjoy the life's, uh, art style. I know some people are like, eh, hey, I don't really like the art style, but I actually li- like it a lot. Um, Link's Awakening was a game that came out in 1993 for the black and white Game Boy. It was a very fun game. If you guys have never played it, I thought it was pretty good. I actually like this in the Seasons game zelda but that's just me i know um for me it was like one of the first game boy games i ever played um uh, and so yeah <laughs> i really liked it um this is coming out quote unquote soon there's no actual release date or t- time frame for that there is a little short like minute trailer that you guys can check out but there was no details released about this game um fire fire emblem three houses is delayed to july 2016 or july 26th sorry But, uh, yeah, they just kind of talked about the lore of the new Fire Emblem game that's going to be coming out on the Switch. Basically, characters are all students, and they level up and grow through a combination of fighting and book learning at school. And, of course, there'll be a special edition of that. That's really all we've gotten from it. There was nothing really beyond that. Kind of disappointing from some people's uh, perspective. Uh, Astral Chain, a new game from Platinum Games, will be out on August 30th. Apparently it's an action game in which you play future cops and fight giant monsters. It kind of looks like a JRPG, kind of like a Devil May Cry type of thing. Didn't really know much about that as well. Um the Box Boy series, which is like a cool like a like a little quirky like type of indie puzzle game, uh, is gonna come out soon. But it's gonna be called uh Box Boy plus Box Girl, so it's co-op. There'll be stages uh where uh there'll be about 270 stages, so go check that out. It looks pretty cool. Um they also announced uh, Dragon Quest uh, eleven will be coming out this fall. Uh, I think that this is really smart, but they will be coming with both English and Japanese audio. This is something that I feel like could have saved um, Kingdom Hearts 3, in my opinion, because the voice acting was just awful in English, in my opinion, or just felt like very off in English. Um, i wish that they had put japanese allowed you to have japanese audio but with english subtitles it might have made the story a little bit better and come off a little bit less cheesy Eh, that's just me though um but yeah every japanese rpg should do this this game's coming out uh this fall uh it'll even feature a 16-bit style graphical mode so it looks pretty cool you can go from a 3d looking running around world into a 16-bit world and then a bunch of free stuff dropped in the eShop. free and just cheap things uh as in price dropped uh tetris 99 uh is came out which was an exclusive uh game for switch online which means you do need to pay the 20 dollars a year to access this game but it is a free download after you uh, get it but it's literally tetris battle royale <laughs> where 99 players uh are put into your game you play uh You play against each other. So you get matched. It's really cool. You get matched into 99 players. Uh, and then you choose at the beginning a random player to send your pieces to, and then you all kind of battle it out and the speed increases depending on like quote unquote how many players are left. Uh the commentary for the game and the memes for this game are actually so funny and it's so good. Because people are like, Where are we dropping? And then just like people like will get sniped and like, oh I'm being stream sniped for sure, like blah 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 blah. It's just funny, like the quirkiness, like I don't know. Um, The game is currently only on the Switch, so keep that in mind. But it is a free download, so it's super, super uh, worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, it looks really good, uh, Colton, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, Next up, there's a free update for Captain Toad Treasure Seeker. It'll get a free update, uh, and it adds two-player co-op to each of the game's courses. And also, there's a paid DLC that comes with 18 new challenges, um everything will be delivered on march 14th uh it's it's random in the sense that no one has a username up in the game and apparently because of that uh you can't really tell who you're sending your blocks to but you do get to choose who you want to send your blocks to but yeah and it's currently right now like you can't queue up with other people so it's kind of random in that type of sense Um, there's a lot of Twitch streamers who have been streaming it, though, under just, uh, the game Tetris. So, I would highly recommend going over there. It looks really, really fun, though. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, next up, there is, uh, Damon X, uh, Mishina, the mech combat game. This game was super, super, like, this game was announced during E3. And, um, it was, like, Gundam but third person and so this game is actually coming out on march 29th you can actually check it out and demo it right now on your nintendo switch so go check that out and then finally uh final fantasy 1 8 is coming to the eShop as well uh and then they say final fantasy 7 will come out on march 26th for on the nintendo switch as well so um there's a couple of other things, but yeah, like Smash Ultimate will get a version 3.0 update in the spring. There's no details on what's included, and the DLC character Joker from Persona is coming in April. Um the the Yoshi the new Yoshi game is not out, but there is a demo for it that you can download it now. So um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Check out the show notes and check out the link to see all the other things that were announced from Nintendo. I honestly think the most hyped part was the Tetris battle royale that was announced or whatever and uh if i can i will become a pro player in that game for sure but um yeah Uh, that will be it guys for this episode of the morning coffee thanks for hanging out with me this morning i hope that you guys have a great um just valentine's day if you celebrate that Uh, If not, then uh, treat it like any other day. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be with a significant other. Just show love and appreciation to your friends and to family, and to the people around you who really lift and support you up. Um, You guys can check out this podcast um, on Spotify or iTunes if you want audio formats of that. Um, You can also go to Shigeos Twitch TV, which is S-H-I-G-E-O-S Twitch TV if you want to check out the um youtube where you can check out all unedited vods of every episode that is posted as well Uh, you can also check me out on twitter or instagram at ryan kubo r-y-a-n-k-u-b-o all one word all lowercase so keep that in mind as well if you ever want to get updates about my life or you know when i tweet out hey i can't have an episode because of personal issues or whatever and you know that's usually a good place to know Uh, also for anyone who's watching the vods or listening or watching from other platforms, um, we do record and live stream this podcast as well as other podcasts all over at twitch.tv slash ryankubo. So if you ever want to come in, follow, uh, listen to the show live, or whatever it might be, um, go follow at twitch.tv slash ryankubo. Same way, uh, all lowercase, all one word, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this episode of The Morning Coffee. We'll see you guys hopefully next Tuesday as long as there's no problems or issues going on. And I'll uh, catch you later. Peace.